0: i have with me today angela mcintosh who's a candidate for state senate in district three she will be running against karen lewis young Most most likely she's the incumbent so we're predicting that that's the case so um i wanted to ask angela really what differentiates her from karen and i think there are you know putting party aside what are the philosophies the leadership skills and frankly the thinking that one brings to the candidacy that's what we care about because in the general guess what democrats and republicans can vote for whoever and independents welcome to the party so uh Angela, good morning, and welcome back to Success Happens. It's so great to have you here.
1: Good morning, Jen. It's great to be here. Thank you, you so much.
0: And you remember our first you know, interview, we talked about God and country, and that left such an impact on me. I want you to know that. Like, it still touches my heart to say that, and I learned that from you, and I really appreciate that. Um, you're a veteran. Yes, You serve this country. hmm Where are you on the whole idea of America first? Well, America first, um,
1: because my faith does so inform, um, my worldview and what anybody believes so informs their, their worldview. America first is also a, uh, like a principle that you can get from scripture, um, there's a principle in scripture that you need to take care of your own house before you can go out and take care of anybody else. Someone else's house, quote unquote. And so America first, it it may sound selfish, but it's actually not. Um, If you take care of your own house, then you are strengthened to be able to help others. But there's just something improper and inappropriate and out of order to have your own house not in order, and then you're out trying to take care of somebody else's house. And
0: I would say that's happening not only across the country in terms of our sovereignty across the southern border, but here in the state, Marylanders are generous. I mean, we've had a generous spirit. However, it's been to the detriment of our own. And as a state senator, your job will be to look out for those people locally. There has been an infiltration of illegal aliens coming into US yes. and being housed taken care of here in Maryland correct that has been a hogan and frankly the legislators policies when you look at the this america first you know my my stance is We must be America first. We must be Maryland first. We must be people first, Americans first. And then we can take care of others. So I love what you shared about the scripture. You have something you were talking about, the contract with Maryland. Could you share with us what that is? The contract
1: with Maryland, it harkens back to the idea uh, back in in the day. I think it was the late 80s, actually, when Newt Gingrich, have the Republican Party make a contract with America. And so the contract is to put out there our intent, should we be elected to office. Ten candidates have signed on to it. I mean, I can I'd be glad to share the names.
0: Let's hey, listen, this is we're (laughs) on the home stretch. We need to know who these people are, because otherwise we're voting on personality or gender. Give it up, people. We want the policies that will serve us. All right, go ahead. Absolutely. So these
1: people are not only from uh, Frederick, but they're from other districts. And there's Tim Thomas. um, He's a delegate candidate in District 1A. There's Sally Taylor, a delegate candidate in District 5. Bradley Belmont, District 2A delegate candidate. Kathy Diener, District 3 Frederick. Justin Wages, District 3 Frederick. Jay Walton, District 42B, a delegate candidate for Baltimore.
0: Well, I've said it for many years. Um, Shout out to Baltimore. I mean, what those people suffer and endure every day is just unconscionable. And it's going to take radical changes in leadership in Baltimore City. And frankly, a governor who has the guts to go after the issues in Baltimore in a real and meaningful way. But when you look at Baltimore City, we cannot save Maryland until we save Baltimore. It's got to be done. So it's horrific what's going on. So whatever happens, guys, in each of these jurisdictions, all of it adds up to having the right candidate in office to do the work for the people across the state. Because while we're electing a a, a candidate in District 3. Hopefully Angela gets through. I think she'd be fabulous. But her voice combines with the other voices across the state to shift Maryland to a more centrist. Whether we become a Republican state, well, that's, you know, a ways down the road. But let's at least become more centrist so that we are not uh, doing these radical decisions in legislature that affect you and me. So, Angela, back to your contract with Maryland. What does it state? So it has seven
1: goals, Um, seven goals that are are linked to financial well-being and just restoring order to how the state operates and and um, a bit of reformation in the Maryland General Assembly. And so those goals include unlinking the fuel tax from inflation, eliminating the pension for members of the Maryland General Assembly, reducing the legislative session from 90 to 60 days, decreasing property taxes for honorably discharged disabled veterans of the U.S. Armed Forces, reinstating the Law Enforcement Officers' Bill of Rights, Establishing term limits on members of the General Assembly and expanding educational opportunities. And so the financial goals of this contract are they will provide immediate tax relief and will significantly reduce the taxpayer costs to fund the Maryland General Assembly. Um, We believe one of those financial goals will also probably encourage our retired military to remain here in Maryland. Because, as you know, Maryland hemorrhages retirees, whether they're veterans or not,
0: because of the excessive taxes in this state. Well, and another reason why military is leaving is they can't carry. Yes. And so many military had the right to carry. I mean, they did it for a living. Good grief. So that is such... Thank goodness for the recent
1: Supreme Court decision that says you can conceal carry. So I am definitely pro-Second Amendment. We're definitely sensitive to that. And we want to address those uh, 2A attacks um, on
0: lawful citizens as well. And by the way, that crazy kid, psychopath... First of all, there's nothing MAGA about him. So anybody who tries to pin that on the right is nuts. But two, the person did the deed, not the gun. Absolutely. The drunk driver did the deed, not the Chevy. Absolutely. So we need to get square on who's at fault and holding people accountable for their actions and their deeds. But at the same time, they were out there on Facebook. Facebook is culpable. If you didn't say something and flag them, but you're going to flag me when I talk about this dumb vaccine, then, you know, there's something seriously wrong here. So they are responsible. And we know Chuck, the sheriff, Jenkins here, has been amazing with his team, forensically catching these people. You know, they thwarted something out at one of the high schools uh, a couple of years ago. But it is the individual that must be held to account. Absolutely. How do you feel about these red flag laws? Because for a, some of my veteran friends, they're concerned about these red flag laws because uh, PTSD is a real thing. And how do you manage that inside of a responsible conversation for who deserves to carry? Well, yes. Um,
1: the red flag laws, you know, it, it's a broad brush attempt to fix a problem that is individualized I do believe that um, I, I like your analogy that you made before or another scenario we can look at a situation that's that's currently uh, the truth or the, the, the fact is you know drunk driving for instance um, banning cars is not the answer to drunk driving you have to deal with individual people and, and you have to and do if, that. By the way, the, you with,
0: suggested that people would think you were nuts. They would
1: think you were nuts. Exactly. If somebody is going to be irresponsible, they're going to be irresponsible with whatever it is they're going to be irresponsible right with. Right on. So you have to deal with the mentality. You have to deal with the culture. I think you know you have to. It, it's a it's a deeper problem. I mean, a, a, an easy so called fix is to ban the implement, but you're not going to ever ban people from being irresponsible. And and at the end of the day, that's not a solution. It only, and, and this point has been driven uh, home over and over again, it only takes the weapons out of the hands of the law-abiding citizens and makes everybody less, far less secure and far less safe. So, it, I, don't, I think uh, these complex problems have complex um, solutions to them. I don't know that there's any one, in fact, I'm pretty certain, there's no one answer to how we grapple with this uh, people going out and shooting people up issue. But we need to look at it in a, in a deeper way. We need to look at our, our culture. Our, we need to look at our spiritual culture. I'm just going to put it out there. Because there was a time when people walked around, when cowboys walked around with guns in the Wild West, if you want to call it that, and people did
0: not do this sort of a thing. The culture has changed. I agree with you. and I think we do have a mental health crisis. I've been saying it for many years. The issue really is that people who are not well mentally need to have a safe and secure place for them to deal with their, uh, their issues. Uh, under the surveillance of uh, medical professionals and psychiatric care you know if you're dealing with somebody as psychotic as this guy he should not be out in society he should be dealing with his psychosis under the care of a psychiatric professional that's just what needs to be done and it may sound callous it's not it's actually very compassionate because we're getting people the care that they need you're in a democrat run district at one point it was alex mooney then it was senator ron young and now karen lewis young is taking over his seat she's the dubbed you know favored or whatever but here's the thing you're a black woman Mm -hmm. you're a conservative Mm -hmm. you're a faithful woman you're family first you're america first you're god first and You represent so many people I have come to know and love in the black community who have those same values, but they've got a D on their forehead. Yeah. So how do you reach them, Angela, so that you can bring them into your way of thinking as somebody who really wants to represent them and not be representing the party ideas, which is what the Youngs have done. I mean, they are party first. Okay. so how can you reach these folks in your district so that they can sign up and sign on and vote for you.
1: What I would say to people is to just look at your current situation and see if you're better off. Do you feel more secure? Is it easier for you to make a living? What is your current situation? Are you satisfied with the status quo? because if you're satisfied there's nothing i can do to help you or anybody for that matter but if you are dissatisfied with the excessively record high breaking inflation record high gas prices um high food prices if if you feel that you're more secure from criminal activity than you were before if you if you feel dissatisfied with your situation then your option is to put a, a different type of person with a different type of mentality into office. One who does believe America's first, Maryland is first. One who does believe that you have the right to protect yourself. One who does believe that the government should not step in and take more of your money than what is necessary to run the government. If that is, if that sounds appealing to you, please look beyond party uh, identification. I mean, we're going to have to have a name for our parties. We can't get around that. And and the names happen to be Republican and Democrat. I am going. I'm asking you to look beyond that, and vote for the person who has your best interests in mind. I am asking voters that if you um, if you are. Democrat and during this primary season, which I happen to not have a primary, which I feel blessed about. But if you want a different kind of person in the Maryland General Assembly, if you want a different kind of leadership for, for our state, then register Republicans so that you can vote in the primary and, and, and research the candidates and find out which candidates have your best interest at heart. Vote for those people in the primary. But for me personally, my webpage is Citizens for Macintosh, the number four, citizensformacintosh.com. I have a Facebook page by the same name. Uh, Donate at my
0: webpage if you like. And Macintosh is M-C-I-N-T-O-S-H. Correct. So Macintosh. Now, so thank you. Thank you for stepping up. Thank you for serving our country.
1: You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you for being
0: a, a great person and just really i know you want to serve the people and listen guys you got to be discerning now between who's real and who isn't because right now your gut may be your best monitor and if something feels off it is so pay attention and be discerning guys you got to support her you got to come out and knock on doors with her and help fund her campaign because she's going to need the money because let me tell you what's going to happen the democrat party's going to rally behind young and they're going to throw a ton of money into the race they did it before they took down a a sitting candidate with ron young by throwing a bunch of money behind him they will throw a ton of money into this race so she needs your support to get past the cabal All right. Everybody listen. You're listening to Success Happens. Have a great week. We'll be right back here next Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on Free Talk 930 WFMD. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Sweeties on the Creek. We're scooping now. And lastly, I really want to thank Flamingo Pool Supply, a great supply company, beloved here in Frederick. Everybody have a great week. See you next Saturday.